Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. This whole idea of the personal, you know, motorized device, the PMDs, um, sounded like such a great thing at the beginning. You know, help people get out and get mobile who maybe weren't mobile and, and maybe, you know, drive to the office or get to school or whatever. But, it, you know, the way it started, there was not enough, there were not enough rules and there was not enough enforcement. And it, it's really, in, in my opinion, has just gone off the rails. There's something like 80,000 PMDs now registered in Singapore. Many more are not, yeah. which are really the ones that are causing the problem. Of course, there are many folks out there that are doing it properly, yep, of course riding properly. Of course but, you know, there is a, there's a pretty solid percentage of people that are not doing it the right way and now they're hurting people yeah like everything the road was paved with good intentions but i do think there was there <laughs> literally were, and figuratively yeah, right? <laughs> unfortunately yeah i do think there was unique circumstances to singapore that weren't taken into account and they are the following one we're a very small built up city so we don't have the big laneways and the forest mm. lanes and the country roads that other countries have that use their electric scooters and Correct. devices Correct. safely and openly because they have bigger spaces they have separate lanes that's one the second thing is and this is slightly more contentious but you are always going to get young folks and predominantly a lot of these incidents have involved younger people mm. who are going to speed who are going to race who are going to you know be reckless and have a bit of fun you know away from prying eyes in other countries Right. Those people are driving motorbikes or they're driving cars. You grew up in a car culture. Absolutely. I grew up in a car culture. That meant teenagers, 17, 18, 19, 20, were buying cheap cars for less than a thousand bucks, really. My first car, my wife's car, cost 300 pounds. So teenagers were buying mm. cars and they were doing silly stuff in cars. I am not condoning it, <laughs> but at least that silly behavior, that reckless behavior, that speeding behavior was a fair fight. A fair fight, yeah. It was car against car. And we've seen, you know, over the course of, of the recent months, we've seen, you know, people riding between at the bus stops between the bus yeah. that's alighting and the bollards, you know, the big things. Speeding by, a nine-year-old boy was hit, sent to hospital. Yep. You know, he was just getting off the bus. Yep. And an NS man was speeding past. Now, he has been, uh, I think he's been charged and is going to, you know, is going to pay a price for that, which is fine. But why does it have to happen at all? And you've got old people now that are scared to walk on the paths because, you know, they hear the whirring or the whizzing behind them and, and they literally stop dead in their tracks because they don't know if they're going to get knocked over. Well, I mean, the lady, the poor lady, 65-year-old lady who died this week, she was just on her bicycle minding her business. She got hit by an e-scooter in scoot yeah. in Bidock yeah. and in, co in a coma for the best part of the week and sadly subsequently died. Then you had, just to follow that up, uh, around the same time on Tuesday morning, a 30-year-old man died when he fell off his own e-scooter in Tanamira Coast Road. So as we mentioned at the start, that's two deaths in a week, both of which were entirely avoidable. The woman in particular is, is, is so sad because it literally has nothing to do with mm, her. Mm. She's just on a bicycle, minding her business. Out of nowhere, she gets hit by someone who was speeding, by someone who had an e-scooter that uh, exceeded the prescribed weight and width mm. limits. I don't know how hard it is to enforce. I know it's there's only so many officers the LTA and the police forces can have on the ground. But, Glenn, I live by a park connector. You do at the East Coast Park. I live by Sarangoon Reservoir. 
I see dozens, literally dozens. It's like a freeway. Every <laughs> single day. Yeah, yeah. How hard can it be to, to catch these? I mean, really, honestly, how hard can it be to enforce? We have CCTV cameras everywhere. Yeah. We have um, police officers all over the place. Honestly, you could put one guy, you could station one guy on the major park connectors of Singapore and you would catch someone every single right. minute. Right. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Yeah. Either speeding or the vehicle is too heavy, too wide, and so on. Well, so, and, and now there's a, this week there's been a, um, a new set of regulament, uh, recommendations that are going to be sent, uh, sent to, I guess, to, um, to the LTA from a working group on, on this and things like, you know, you have to be at least 16 years old and, and the speed limits and they have to be registered and all that. But, uh, you know, honestly, I, I want to be a positive person, but I just don't see how this is really going to address the, the people that are, that are determined to break the law. The, reg- the rest of everybody else, they're great. They're trying to do the yeah. right thing with these things and be safe. But the ones who are already breaking the law and going to break the law in the future, I, I just don't know how this really addresses that. Well, the, the two incidents this week didn't involve someone below the age of 16 anyway. Right. So that wouldn't have ruled those two guys out. Secondly, I, I don't want to get too philosophical on a Saturday morning, but I'm a big believer in the one percenters. We worry in life about the one percenters. Most of us will be law-abiding citizens, right? Right. We're worrying about the one percenters. And those one percenters, whatever the regulations are, are still going to speed. They're still going to race with their silly Mando pop, Canto pop music blaring out in the small hours. We've all seen them. They don't care. They don't care about the rules and regulations. As I said, in other countries, those guys exist in every country on earth. Am I right? But they're in cars, they're in trucks, they're on motorbikes, they're in utes, as they called in Australia, Mm -hmm. utility vehicles. They are not on scooters that can do speeds of up to 20, 30, 40 kilometers on an hour on a pedestrian footpath. And that is the fundamental issue for me, Glenn. In any civilized society, no citizen, no person Mm. should feel unsafe on a pedestrian footpath. I step out of my block, I give way. There are now signs outside my block saying, look left, look right. That's absurd. That's absurd. So now what, so what, is the, what do we do now? So now from primary one onwards, when we do road awareness, road safety classes at MOE schools across the country, we now have to introduce an e-scooter component where mm. you don't only have to give way at roads, you have to give way on your own streets, on yeah. your own pedestrian footpaths. No human being should ever feel unsafe on a pedestrian footpath. To me, that is an absurdity. That is a fundamental right of any person in a civilized society. Well, and, and remember, not too many years ago, we were having a discussion about bicycles. Yeah. You know, and the bicycles on the footpaths, Good right? Point. And they were bad enough. But at least with those, people weren't going so fast they could stop or they yeah. could swerve. But the e-scooters, many of them are, have been modified. They've been to, modified. What to go it? faster and they're heavier and exactly. they're bigger. And it, it's it's really, uh, it's it's just a real problem. And I don't, I don't expect that we're going to solve it now. It's going to go on for for many months to come. Well, the issue, you make a good point, a pertinent point to compare to bicycles, the whole bicycle leasing phenomenon. I suspected at the time that would be a short-lived venture, sadly, yeah. because we're dealing with the one percenters. Yeah. And I said on radio, people can't always be trusted to do the right thing. They started dumping mm. the bicycles, so it got scrapped. Right. My fear with e-scooters, uh, Glenn, is that they're being used a lot for food delivery apps. Yep. So when it becomes a part of commerce, when it's part of a profit-making business 
as e-scooters are now with yeah. food delivery apps, it becomes a greater problem. So I'm not sure what the solution is here. I'm really, I really don't. Well, we have to figure one out, though. And the, I know the government's looking at it, but I think more needs to be done. More Absolutely. needs to be done faster before somebody else is killed. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.